you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is a Bloomberg Quint podcast and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of February. Listen in over the next few minutes to get a head start on your day. The finance ministry has sought the RBI's view on the apparent lapses in the banking system that led to the over 11,000 crore rupee fraud at the Punjab National Bank. It has also asked for the steps required to check recurrence of such incidents. The PTI reported this quoting sources. Two petitions were filed in the Supreme Court on Monday seeking a special investigation team probe into the fraud at Punjab National Bank, allegedly involving billionaire jewellers Nirav Modi and Mehul Choksi. And Nirav Modi, apparently in a letter written in mid-February to the PNB management, claimed that his companies owed the bank under 5,000 crore rupees. The Serious Fraud Investigation Office, or SFIO, will initiate a probe into alleged financial irregularities at Fortis Healthcare and Religare Enterprises, according to a senior official at the Ministry of Corporate Affairs. The Central Bureau of Investigation has booked businessman Vikram Kotari, along with his wife and son, in connection with the alleged swindling of nearly 3,700 crore rupees of loans advanced by a consortium of seven banks, to his company Rotomac Global. In international news, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov warned the Trump administration not to play with fire as he lashed out at the US over what he described as its provocative support of autonomy-seeking Kurds in Syria. German automaker Mercedes-Benz reportedly developed several software applications that might have been designed solely to pass regulatory emissions tests. That's according to German newspaper Bild am Sonntag, who reported this citing confidential documents. Germany's largest lender, Deutsche Bank, has begun cutting at least 250 corporate and investment jobs globally, and these cuts could rise to more than 500, Bloomberg reported. Singapore unveiled sweeping new taxes, including lifting property levies and increasing the goods and services tax by two percentage points to 9% in its latest budget. In international markets, US stocks and treasuries didn't trade yesterday on account of a holiday, but stock futures headed lower. Currency traders in Asia saw the yen retreat from a 15-month high, even as data showed Japan's exports and imports grew strongly in January from a year earlier in a sign that the economy continues to expand. Crude climbed over $62 a barrel for the first time in more than a week as an alliance of some of the world's largest oil producers signaled further cooperation to tighten supplies till the end of the year. OPEC Secretary-General Mohamed Bakindo said their attempted rebalancing of the market had gained momentum as the OPEC and its partners worked to cut output. Meanwhile, UAE Energy Minister Suhail Al-Mazrui said OPEC, Russia and other producers are looking at ways to institutionalize their cooperation beyond the end of the year. The Bitcoin has climbed for a fourth day in a row, rising above $11,300. Analysts believe the rebound comes after the cryptocurrency hit a technical support level. And finally, Asian stocks have opened lower with the Nikkei down as much as 0.8% in early trade. The Chinese market continues to remain shut. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day. Morning Darshan, a mixed set of cues coming in this morning. 
Hi, good morning to all. If you're looking at the global queues, the US markets were shut yesterday. Crude is doing well in morning trade and commodities were trading weak on the LME. But as far as our markets are concerned, the last and final nifty company Ambuja Cements will report numbers today. In stocks to watch, uh, a lot of mid-caps. Uh, Vascon Engineers has signed a pact with Lina Asha Foundation to develop the Pune land parcel. Gayatri Project announces the reorganization of its energy business. Pratibha Industry says that the lenders advised to submit resolution plan and Relegate Enterprises approves fundraising to the issue of warrants worth 916 crores. In terms of other stocks, in terms of bulk deal, uh, Derive Investments, which is owned by renowned investor Radhakishan Damani, bought in 26.6 or close to half a percent in Fortis Healthcare. And Vakrangi, New World Fund sold and Small Cap World Fund, both of them sold in 1.5% stake uh, combined in the company. Martin Curie Global Emerging Market Fund bought in 0.7% stake in Vakrangi. And in terms of companies which are meeting investors today, PNB Housing, Greaves Cotton, Chola Finance and PI Industries will be meeting a lot of analysts and investors today. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but clearly there's a lot more to look for on the website bloombergquin.com. Log on and find out. Thanks for listening. This is Alex Matthew signing off.